This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. Jennifer, what would you say about the TN specifically? How long does it take for a nurse to migrate to the U.S. after they've passed the entrance? Well, the TN, you can apply at the border itself. So once you have, you know, everything lined up, you pass the NCLEX, you have a job offer, you have the offer letter um, and get all your documents together, you can apply at the border. So in theory, it could be a, a much faster. It's not like you're waiting for the consulate to schedule, at least Canadian. If you're from Mexico, you do have to go through the consulate, but you're not waiting to get an appointment, which is a lot of right now, especially with the pandemic, like you're mentioning, you know, there's huge shortages at the consulate, huge backlogs, taking months to get interviews. So since you can just apply at the border, it can be a faster process. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that. So really at the end of the day, Chitra, it's about the licensing side And it's how far you are in that licensing process. So um, if you were not trained in English, have you already passed the IELTS exam? Um, If you uh, have already uh, obtained a visa screen certificate, if you've got documents from your home country, if you were not trained in Canada, for example. So it's really dependent on the licensing piece and the timing on the TN side. I mean, if you've got everything you can, and you've got a job offer, you can pretty much come through today, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to talk just a little bit about how to apply. So the process, and we're going to break it down into two parts, um, one for the Canadian citizens, and then we're going to speak after that for the Mexican citizens, because the process is a little different. One is called the TN1 and one is called the TN2. Canadians are TN1. And so, um, Denise, maybe do you want to take us through this process of how to apply as a Canadian citizen? Sure, absolutely. So for Canadians specifically, not for uh, nationals from Mexico, because they have to go through the U.S. consulate, uh, the first thing um, as far as applying, gathering the documentation, first they have to um, gather the documentation, their credentials, uh, the visa screen, um, provided to, if they're working with an attorney, they provide it to the attorney. And then in the meantime, uh, the attorney gathers information from the employer, which goes specifically to the job offer. Um, so they obtain the job description, prepare a letter, the employer signs the letter. And uh, basically the Canadian national um, goes to uh, through the airport and they, they, or through, they cross the border and they do their documentation. Uh, they being you know, the government reviews it to make sure that they qualify, that the occupation falls under the list of NAFTA occupations, um, that they have the credentials. The, the, the officer will review all of their credentials to make sure that they meet the requirements that they have the CPFNS, et cetera, the degree. And then once, um, as long as they have everything in order, they can enter, like you said, even in one day or you know two days, three days. It's, it's rather quick as long as they meet all of the requirements. That's on the uh, Canadian side. And I don't know if you want me to cover the Mexican side because they have to go to the U.S. consulate. But briefly, they have to complete a DS-160, a form DS-160, schedule an appointment at the U.S. consulate. The online visa application form is the DS-160 form. 
Um, and that's the form that the uh, nurse has to complete in order to schedule their interview. Then they're, they're going to be provided a barcoded form. Um, they schedule their interview. And as, as indicated there on the list, they prepare for the interview. Basically, the attorney would prep them to make sure that they they don't indicate that they want to apply for permanent residence if that's their intent in the future. Because as, as Carl mentioned, you're not supposed to have immigrant intent when you request a TN. Um, so they get they're prepared for their interview. Um, they gather the required information, which they should have already prior to uh, scheduling their interview. They should have that with them. And then they attend their interview with the employer letter, other documents that we provide uh, to prove that the employer is actually uh, real, um, their credentials. Um, and, and then they obtain a visa stamp in their passport and they enter with a visa. As soon as they enter with a visa, the TN visa, then they're in visa status once they're physically in the U.S., Okay, so thank you for taking us through that. Two slightly different processes. Does it matter which border you go to? Yes, yes. So um, on, on our web, just I'll, I'll put in a plug, but I think it's a good resource. If, if you go to our website, which is just my last name, Schusterman.com, we have a nurse immigration guide, and we have links to the different government agencies click on the CBP link. The CBP is the Border Patrol, Customs and Border Protection. And there's 14 different places that you need to cross in one of those 14 different places in Canada because there's hundreds of border crossings. But the, uh, the CBP officers who are trained in TNs are only at 14 of those. So make sure you pick the appropriate airport or the appropriate land crossing area. Otherwise, you, you may be wasting your time trying to get over the border. Okay, so that is great advice. Thank you for sharing that, Carl. Um, is there any additional advice or best practice from the panel on how to approach getting the TN? Because Different nurses have had different experiences. Some people say, oh, well, it's better to fly than to drive. Um, some people say go within, it's important to get going business hours, make sure that you get the, the contact details, the cell phone number of the client um, and the uh, email address before you cross the border uh, so that if the officer wants to co you know, contact the, um, the facility, is there any other advice or best practices that you can share with anybody who's going to be crossing the border to get a TN? I, I have a couple things. Um, if, uh, if you're flying into the U.S., which a lot of the nurses are, um, there's something called PFI, pre-flight inspection. And Canada is one of the very few countries in the world where the U.S. immigration officers are actually at the Canadian airport. So they're, you know, they're in Canada. They're not in the US. Um, so you should get to the airport at least an hour before you usually would get to the airport to fly into the US because that officer is going to put you through, oh, let me see your letter from the employer. Let me see your uh, your uh, visa screen certificate, but, you know, all, all the documents that you're gonna have to go through. So you don't want to come very late and your flight's taking off and the officer saying, sorry, I can't let you on the flight because I'm not finished with your interview. Um, so yeah, please come in a timely fashion. Um, 
you know, if something, ha uh, you know, as we said before, Canadians are visa free. So it's really great. You don't have to go to a U.S. consulate or embassy to get a visa stamped on your passport. You either go to a border crossing or pre-flight inspection at an airport and just make sure that, you know, you follow the uh, kinetics has an excellent document about uh, what what pieces of paper you have to have with you in order to cross into the United States. And then, you know, just make sure when you're asked if if the Border Patrol person, would you want to stay in the United States permanently? No, uh, this is a temporary job opportunity. You can get your TN for three years. You can extend it indefinitely three years at a time, but you're not supposed to have any intent to stay permanently. And I think Denise and Jennifer probably have some other tips to add to that. Thank you. Those were very informative. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. AMN Healthcare Network is currently recruiting registered nurses around the world to live and work in the United States. To learn more and apply, go to amnhealthcare.com international. That's amnhealthcare.com forward slash international. On with the show. Anything to add to that, Denise or Jennifer? Just make sure that the passports are current. Oh, important. Um, make and if they're traveling with their with their immediate relatives, make sure you have the birth certificates of the minor children under the age of 21 and that you have your marriage certificate with your spouse, um, that their passports are current. And I agree with um, definitely with everything that Carl said. And, and Tanya, you as well, when you mentioned that it's, it, it would be best if they travel when during work hours. So if the, uh, if the officer has any questions from the employer, the employer is available and make sure that it's simple, easy for them to get in contact with the employer, not dial one of these numbers where you have a million different departments that you're going to and you never get to the person unless you hit zero sometimes. So they should have the number of the uh, HR person who's in charge, who's knowledgeable of the process, not someone who's not knowledgeable. There could be someone who doesn't even handle that. They just printed the letter that they're traveling with as evidence of the offer of employment. The letter should include the name of the person who was responsible for the process from beginning to end internally at the employer site um, and, and the, their mobile number if it's available. Some, a quick way of an officer being able to access the, uh, the company. Um, I've seen situations where they've tried reaching out to me as the attorney, but they first tried reaching out to the employer and they couldn't get in contact with them. So they contact me and then they ask questions and everything turns out well, but what if I'm not available? So. It's really important that the employer letter be thorough, that it even reference the uh, the section of the regulations that allow the nurses that are on the list to apply for the TN. So that's those are just a few to add on to what you and Carl mentioned. And Jennifer, if you want to add some as well. Well, I mean, I think you guys touched on it. I think it's always helpful. You know, I tell my clients, well, obviously, if they come to me, we're going to prepare a nice package for them to present. Um, but, you know, being organized, because no matter what, you're probably going to be a little nervous um, just because it's right. Not it should be a secure thing, but you never know what what will happen at the border. So I always tell people arrive early, you know, be, have your documents if you need to have them in like a folder organized nicely in a nice packet for the officer. It'll make it easy for you. And 
officer as well to go through and verify everything. You know, travel during work hours, uh, again, so you can, if they need to contact someone, someone's going to answer the phone. Um, and, and then, yeah, of course, if you have your family members, make sure to bring all those original documents uh, so they can verify the relationship. And I know we didn't touch on derivatives, but, you know, that, that is something that is available. So you can bring your family. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Jennifer. We're going to speak about the family in a little bit more detail um, as the, the last question. Um, but I think all of that is really good advice. Um, and I think the last thing that I would just add is for that, for, for many nurses, they, as Jennifer said, they get, you know, it, it's nerve wracking to go through the border and people get very nervous and very anxious about it. But at the end of the day, it's important to be educated. And that's why we do the show onward and upward is to so that you can educate yourself about the process. You can know what is expected. You know, you can know what's probably going to happen, and you can know what documents you need. You can be organized in how you present those documents. So, really important to educate yourself about this. And if you have any friends or colleagues um, that you know are going to be coming to the US on the TN, please. Forward, you know, uh, forward this email, this this video to them because we are paying this forward for you. We want you to pay that for uh, forward for other nurses that are looking to come to the US. Um, and the one thing that I would just kind of finish off in just in terms of the process is just to bear in mind that the officer that will be evaluating you is just doing their job. You're not doing anything sinister or untoward. They're just trying to check, are you a real nurse? And is this a real job offer? So that's really all they're trying to evaluate. And we don't know who that office is going to be. You know, sometimes you get somebody who's really nice and kind and sweet and friendly. And sometimes you get someone who's maybe in a little bit of a bad mood that day. So nobody knows, you know, how that officer is going to be. But at the end of the day, if you are educated, if you are prepared, you're a real nurse, you're a, it's a real job. And, you know, it, it should be really a, a hopefully a, a smooth process. So um, I think that covers the, the process. If you're on a TN from Canada, then petitioned for an EB3. While on the process of EB3, can you fly out of the U.S. or do you need to stay in the U.S.? Denise? It, it really depends how you're applying for the green card. Um, if you're uh, adjusting your status in the U.S., then you, you should wait for, uh, it's called an advanced parole. It takes about six months. Um, and then, then you can travel anywhere. You can travel to Canada, the Philippines, anywhere in the world. Uh, if, on the other hand, you're going to get your green card at the uh, one of the U.S. consulates in Canada, um, then you can travel in and out of the U.S. on your TN. Okay. Thank you, Carl. The last topic that we wanted to just cover was the spouses. And, and how that works. Um, so bringing your family to the U.S. if they are coming on the TN, because we know that that's called the TD. And maybe, Jennifer, if you can maybe talk us through if the spouse is, if you have a spouse and kids and you're a Canadian citizen, how does that work if you're a spouse and kids um, that are Mexican, Carl, if you can talk about that. And, Denise, if you can talk about if the nurse is a Canadian citizen um, but the spouse is maybe a Filipino citizen and, and doesn't have citizenship in Canada, how does that work? Sure. So I guess um, I'll start. So if, if your spouse is also a Canadian citizen, the good news is they don't have to go through the visa process because Canadians are exempt from that. So 
um, that all they really need is a valid passport and proof of the relationship. Uh, so obviously your marriage certificate um, and proof that they're a Canadian citizen. So their passport should should suffice uh, for that. But they can apply with you at the border if you're traveling together. Um, and that's because, again, because they're Canadian, they don't need to go to the consulate. They don't need to do a DS-160 application or any of that because they're visa exempt. Okay, thanks, Jennifer. And can you just add to that how it works in terms of working? Can the, can the spouse, they can come on the TN, but can they work? So um, the spouse cannot work, so they can go to school, um, but that's not going to be a work authorization. I believe I'm correct on that, right? And unless they are an occupation that is on right, the list. Them themselves, right. Yeah, correct. Okay. So there is a list of occupations. You can see that on our website um, of occupations that would qualify for the, uh, the TN, and obviously registered nurses are one mm -hmm. of them. And um, Carl, do you want to just talk a little bit about the spouses on the Mexico? Sure. Yeah, sure. So in, in the, the big difference in Mexico is that there's no visa exemption. So the nurse and the nurse's spouse and the nurse's kids all have to apply for visas at the consulate in Mexico. So the nurse would apply for TN. The spouse and kids would apply for TD visas. Uh, trade trade dependent, they call that. Um, and of course, as has been said before, they'll need to show the marriage certificate and the birth certificate. Okay, thank you, Carl. And Denise, the last category, if the nurse is a Canadian citizen or um, and the, the spouse is not a Canadian citizen, how does that work? Uh, well, as Jennifer mentioned, the if they have Canadian nationality, then it's simple enough. They just they're visa exempt. Um, but the primary applicant would qualify with uh, the primary applicant who is Canadian of uh, Canadian nationality wouldn't need the visa when they cross. But then their spouse and their minor children would need visas. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for your time. There were so many really important, good questions that um, we are really grateful to Denise, Jennifer, and Carl for giving your time. We know how busy you are, um, and we really appreciate your expertise and your advice and your pointers and tips for any nurse that's coming on the TN visa. I think that this gave enormous um, clarity to many nurses who have so many questions and can find this process so confusing. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you to the panel for your time, your expertise. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. AMN Healthcare International is currently recruiting registered nurses around the world to live and work in the United States. We offer both direct hire and staff recruitment giving you more options and flexibility to begin your American dream. To learn more and apply, go to amnhealthcare.com international. There's also a link in the description. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.